All right, we're back. Another episode of the Raw Urban Mobile Podcast. I'm Cliff, the host. Chocolate Buddha co-host is not here today. What's going on, Shock? Yeah, so today we have another awesome guest. And I'm recording out of Noah Studios in Ebisu. All right, um, I'll let our guest introduce herself. Okay, I'm Miho. Working at Tospec, Tokyo One-Stop Business Establishment Center for two years. And now I'm starting my own business to support international entrepreneurs. Okay, Miho Tanaka? Miho Tanaka. Yeah, 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 okay. All right, how you doing, Miho? Good, thank Good. you. Yeah, thank you for having me here. Yes, so you work for... Um, Say that. It's a long name again. I'm sorry. <laughs> Tokyo One Stop Business Establishment Center. Okay. And what's the what's the abbreviation for that? What's the acronym? TOSPEC. TOSPEC. <laughs> All right. So we're going to refer to that as TOSPEC mm-hmm. um, for the rest of the episode. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. So what what do you do there? Um, I, I'm usually helping paperworks to start a business in Japan. Okay. And it's like mainly company registration and also articles of incorporation and also applying for visa. Okay. Wow. It's a lot of stuff. Sounds like mm-hmm. a lot of paperwork. Yeah, many like so many. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and Miho is actually going to talk with us and share some information about starting a business here in Japan, being an entrepreneur in Japan. Mm-hmm. Which I've heard several stories about and it's not easy it's so difficult especially (laughs) for international entrepreneurs yes Mm -hmm. yes yes so miho is going to give several reasons why it's difficult and try to give you some you know give you a heads up on on what you need to know to get started so this is not a we're not going to go too deep into this um but you can definitely seek her advice um by um, contacting her, but yeah, we're gonna just get you started and let you know what you need to know to get started, basically, right? Mm-hmm. It's your global Japan fam, Daisha, and you are listening to the Raw Urban Mobile Podcast from my favorite corner in the world, Shibuya, Tokyo, Japan. All right. So, so what's the first thing? Um, you know, say I'm a, I'm an entrepreneur. I've been to Japan. I've been visiting a few times. I love the place. I love the sushi. <laughs> I like Japanese girls. You know, whatever reasons, yeah. guys and, and and women like Japan mm-hmm. for. You know, um, I like the culture. But I want to start a business. <laughs> I want to start a business here. Okay. What what should I do? Just um. What's the first thing? First thing is collect information as much as you can. Like just like yeah, it's so so many people like like <laughs> they're like I love Japan. I just wanna come and start something, but get prepared for everything. Okay. Ask so people. Collect yeah. some information. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. What what would be a good place to get information? Um. So I was recommending Tospec all the time because okay. I was operating. Yeah. And also, yeah, I'm introducing some good legal advisors. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Cool. So that's definitely, yeah, definitely a plus. Definitely want to know that. Yes. Mm-hmm. And also, there are so many legal advisors in Japan, like not only lawyers, but like for example, there is a like visa specialist. 
And also, there's a like tax specialist, like tax accountant.、Okay. And everybody has different expertise. Okay. So, we have to find the right one. So, that's, is, that a, is that something, is that a mistake? Where,、uh, is that where a lot of foreigners or entre- foreign entrepreneurs go wrong? They kind of seek the wrong legal、mm-hmm. advisor? Like, yeah, like they usually go to lawyers,、um, but lawyers know about like general information about law. Mm-hmm. Like, so if we want to make contract with clients, then the lawyer is the good one to ask. Okay. But、um, lawyer, most of the lawyers that I know don't know about immigration law. Okay. So if they want to get information about visa, they cannot really answer, but they charge entrepreneurs about 30,000 yen per hour. So they just have to waste the money. So you're、that. wasting your money going to a lawyer for advice about starting a business? Yeah, starting a business and specifically like getting visa information. Specifically getting a visa. Yeah. Okay.、Mm-hmm. So, what are some things that the foreigners need to know, foreign entrepreneurs need to know as far as visa?、Mm, they all, always ask me about company style. Company style.、Mm-hmm. Okay. So, there are mainly two company styles and Kabushiki Gaisha, like incorporation,、okay. and also Godo Gaisha, LLC. LLC. Yeah. And. Godo Gaisha is always good because it's cheaper to、um, incorporate. And the cost is about one third of the Kabushiki Gaisha.、Wow. So everybody chooses、um, Godo Gaisha. Okay. But、um, that's not a stock company. So if they want to scale up the business and if they want to get more members, then that's difficult to make decision after that. But if it's Kabushiki Gaisha, It's easier. Okay. Like, because they have shares. Okay. So, would you say it depends on the business, on which, which route you're going to go?、Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, the first thing is like, whether they want to scale up their business or not. Also, whether they want to get investment from outside. Yeah. These are yeah, the main things.、Mm-hmm. All right. And I know there are a lot of visas in Japan.、Mm-hmm. And. Sometimes people like say they're teaching English or they're doing something in the humanity, humanities. And so let's say I have that. Say I have that humanities visa. But I want to start a business.、Hmm. Can I just start a business with a humanities visa? You can register a company. But usually, after that, if you want to own the business, then you usually need to apply for a business manager visa. Okay. Business manager visa.、Mm-hmm. That's、uh, the visa I need to apply for. And how long does that take? It's getting longer. It's、so. getting longer? Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it should be getting shorter, right? It <laughs> should be. Yes. Yeah. Everybody hopes it. Yeah. But from this April,、uh, Immigration Bureau changes its structure in the organization. Also, they changed some laws. So the business manager visa takes about Like eight months just for inspection.、Wow. Yeah, it's what I、uh, like, was what I heard from administrative scriveners. Okay.、Mm-hmm. So、eight months, about eight months. Yeah. Okay, wow.、Mm-hmm. So some people, like, until they get the visa, they have to just come to Japan as a tourist visa, but they have to get prepared to start the business, right? Yes. So, Like sometimes at the airport, they are kicked out because they are just coming to Japan to do business with tourist visa. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah but it's just that's because... That's a no-no. Mm-hmm, but. Yeah, but it's just because the inspection takes too long. Got you. So yeah. if I come here with a tourist visa and I'm here to start a business, <laughs> <laughs> they won't let me come in? They, You can come. Uh-huh. And it's... I would highly recommend you to go with startup visa. Startup visa? Mm-hmm. So what is that? It's It's... One type of um, business manager visa. Okay. But in Tokyo, it's only six months. So it's it's still not uh, um, enough length yeah. to start your business. But still, uh, if you want to get business manager visa, you need usually 5 million yen like investment. Okay. And also you need to register for office, specific office that we surrounded by four walls. Okay. Also, you need to prepare everything to start your business. But if you have startup visa, or like if you want to apply for a startup visa, you don't have to register office just to get startup visa. Yeah. Also, you don't necessarily need to show the 5 million yen investment to apply for a startup visa. Okay. So a startup visa is more... It's it's more easier than a business management mm-hmm. visa. Yeah. Okay. Also, it's yeah, it gives you the credibility to start a business because, for example, in Tokyo, Tokyo government supports the applicants. So they already get the trust that Tokyo government accepts their letter at okay. the first point. So Immigration Bureau um, is more likely to give the business manager visa after that. Okay, okay. So, is there? So, has there been any changes to the startup visa? Um, so, main startup cities like including Fukuoka or Osaka, they started one year startup visa. So one year. So it only takes one year. Mm-hmm, like they allow entrepreneurs to stay in Japan for a year to do all the startup activities. Oh, okay, okay. So they allow you to stay in the country for a year Mm -hmm. with a startup visa yeah so in tokyo it's only six months still Ah. (laughs) why is it why is it so strict in tokyo i would think it would be the opposite yeah should be but i think um since almost all the application comes to immigration bureau in tokyo okay so in tokyo it's too busy busy. well yeah well now that now that i think about it that way yeah it makes sense Mm -hmm. and then these other cities who are not as busy and yeah would like uh, more mm. business and, and mm-hmm. you know people coming. Yes, they want more people to come yeah. in. So. so they make it easier. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I hear there's some difficulty with like getting a bank account mm-hmm. for your company. Always. Yes. Yeah. Even for Japanese people, it's so hard to get like to open the bank account. Okay. But uh, it seems like most of the financial institutions like banks they ask entrepreneurs to explain what kind of business they're starting and also how the business is sustainable so that the banks don't have to lose their money, right? <laughs> so. Okay. So when when you're saying how is it sustainable, what do you have to show? Like business plan for okay, the next three years. Yeah, that makes For three years? Mm, mainly. Yeah, it depends. Okay. Yeah. Also, banks ask entrepreneurs to like have interview with them to show the sustainability. So that's 
In Japanese, English? Usually Japanese because Whoa. yeah, many bankers don't speak English. Whoa. So I mean, I know a lot of entrepreneurs here who don't speak that much Japanese. So what what do they do? Sometimes with these interviews. Yeah. They bring Japanese friend. Ah. Or they ask administrative scriveners to do everything for them. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. So there's some services that Yeah, so I admire entrepreneurs who just do it by themselves. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'd be tough. Mm-hmm. Very be tough. tough. Yeah. You know, there are many success stories here, right? In Japan, people starting up things and running businesses. I think a lot of us focus on the success and kind of ignore the failures and how that can help us. Mm-hmm. Do you have any like failure stories, examples of and, and and why that failed, why that business failed, why that company failed? Okay. So, um actually before working at working at Tospec, I was working in a startup and Yeah, one of the reasons they failed was because they took too too much subsidy from government and one time their product was recalled. So, but they started using all the money that they get from t- subsidies, but that causes the main problems for the company to go bankrupt. Yes. Mm. Okay. So, uh relying too much on on subsidies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, relying and too much. Bad product, you said. Yeah, yeah. it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. All right. Well, any any other any other type of reasons or stories how people fell? Yeah, there are another stories about visa. Okay. So they are so passionate to start a business in Japan, but so one of my friends just quit a company to start a business. But he didn't have enough information, so after he quit the company, he finds out, oh, I need five million yen to start the business and <laughs> everything. <laughs> yeah, so that was yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you know that probably happens more more than you think. You know. Yeah, it's good that startups works very fast, but sometimes in terms of law and regulation. We have to be very careful. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So back to visas. So if I'm trying to do apply from abroad, how does that work? Okay. So you usually ask somebody if you want to get the working visa. Then you usually ask somebody in Japan to uh, get COE for you. Okay. So like certificate of eligibility to stay in Japan. Okay. And you go to Japanese embassy in your country, and you come to Japan. And before that, you should research what kind of visa you're eligible to apply. For example, if you've already graduated from university, then it's easier to get any visa. But if you haven't, then usually getting engineer or international services humanity visa is sometimes difficult. So if the applicant is from some European countries, where New Zealand, Australia, it's better to apply for working vi- working holiday visa first. So, like, there are so many types of visas. So, yes, mm-hmm. I've heard. Yeah. Yeah. So you should get prepared for that. Okay. Is there a website for that? Um, like, like yeah. To find out visas. We can look at immigration bureaus one, but it's not easy to look at. Yes, <laughs> I- I've heard like Japanese websites. Some of them are just. Yeah. They need some work. Yes. 
So yeah, I'm trying to organize the information. Okay. Yeah, on my website or somewhere. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And um, so, what about in Japan? I'm already mm-hmm. in Japan. Yeah, and if you if you already have um, working visa, then you should know what kind of activities authorized under the visa that you currently have. Okay. So, for example, if you have professor visa, then you shouldn't do engineer like. Activity, for example, is yes. not authorized under the visa. So, you, so that that on those grounds, you can be kicked out. Mm, or immigration bureau can give you give the reasons for that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Ha- have you heard of any of those stories, like people having to leave because um, yeah, they like, kind of mm-hmm. stayed under the wrong visa? I uh, actually many cases is under student visa. So uh-huh. yeah, usually they uh, they can do part time job under student visa if they uh, submit a paper to immigration bureau to say they're gonna work for part time job about twenty hours a week, but uh, they sometimes forget or they sometimes work too much. Then immigration bureau kind of kicked them out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, before we wrap up, wh- what are some cultural points um, that you think entrepreneurs, people coming to Japan, or people, yeah, people who are not Japanese trying to do business in Japan, what are some cultural points you think they should know? Just how how to think and, and how to act um, as far as going about their business? Yeah, I would say patience. Patience, <laughs> it's yes. It's the most important thing. Um, so I met many entrepreneurs because I organized almost 100 events with Tospec. Oh, wow. Yeah, in the past two years. And most of the successful entrepreneurs that I met were very patient. And they tried to like speak Japanese or or at least they tried to bring Japanese like partner yes. so that everything's going to get easier yes. to like to like negotiate or discuss with the other institutions. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Any other cultural points? Mm, I think you've talked about this in the last podcast. But really? Yeah. I think um, yeah, how to how to go along with the system in Japan. Yes. 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 Just kind of you kind of got to go with it, right? Go yeah. With go the with. Flow. Yeah. Go with the flow. Mm-hmm. Don't try to go against the grain. <laughs> yeah, so because it won't work. Mm-hmm. It's so difficult. Maybe, maybe in America, maybe in Europe, but <laughs> going against the grain here is it's just you only hurting yourself. Yeah, go with the flow. So, from my understanding, you're going to start your own business. Mm-hmm. Um, let us know what what your business is uh, about. Yeah, I'm trying to assist entrepreneurs especially international entrepreneurs to start their business here in japan with some legal advisors yeah. okay mm-hmm. for example because when i was working at tospec they didn't get any support of um going banks and opening bank account for example okay also they didn't know how to find a good legal advisors they just need to find some events and they have to figure out all by themselves. But it's not easy. 
Okay. So I'm trying to help them finding out the good legal advisors who can really help them. Yes. Yeah, in a legal perspective and trying to connect them. And also uh, in terms of visa, TOSPEC can um, TOSPEC accepts visa application if it's business manager visa, startup visa, or engineer international services humanities visa, or uh, sports visa for entrepreneurs, and also intercompany transfer visa. That's it. Okay. So many entrepreneurs actually already in Japan, working in Japan, and they want to start a business. But they cannot submit the visa application and they have to go to Shinagawa Immigration Bureau and they have to wait for like three, four hours okay. just to submit something. Wow. Yeah. So um, with the help of legal advisors, they can simplify the process and they don't know the flow of how to start the flow, uh, sorry, how to start the process. So I can also help them with that. Great. Great, great. Sounds like you, you're set up to do some good things here, help entrepreneurs. Trying to. <laughs> yeah. Um, where, where are you from? From Kyoto. Kyoto. Yes. Yeah, I was just in Kyoto, like maybe in October. Ah, really? Ah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My family came to visit. Okay, yeah, Took cool. them to Kyoto and we walked around a lot and mm. took a lot of cabs. Mm. Every, everything is so spaced out. <laughs> Yeah, let's be here. Yeah, it's like, all right, this is a nice temple. All right, let's get in the cab and go to another temple. <laughs> <laughs> Just temples and yeah. shrines. <laughs> shrines. <laughs> yeah, but definitely a, a nice place to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, Kyoto is trying to be a startup city. So, oh, really? Yeah, it's exciting to see how it goes. Okay. Yeah, because it's still very traditional. Yes. But it's trying to do something new. Would you recommend someone going outside of Tokyo to, to do a startup? To be honest, I think Fukuoka has much better startup support system. Really? Than Tokyo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Also, yeah, financially mm-hmm. and also in terms of visa, much more supportive. Okay, so Fukuoka, any other places that it might be cool, cool spot to start something up? Um, also Osaka. Osaka. Yeah, and also Sendai is trying to be straight up city. Yes, yeah. yes, they got something going on coming up. Um, maybe it passed, but there was Sendai had some type of event, startup event. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I know some people who are actually going to uh, speak at the event. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So also, like their municipality is or local government is small much smaller than Tokyo. Say so each of the division in government usually collaborate together to make things done. Okay. So for example I heard Fukuoka government has like if an entrepreneur apply for a visa, it's shorter in Fukuoka than really? Tokyo. Yeah. Yeah. But Tokyo, it's so huge, so it's so hard to collaborate each other. So yes. the special government is very like horizontally structured, so it takes time longer than the other cities. Just give some people some ideas of where Fukuoka and Osaka are, mm-hmm. and Sendai. So Sendai is 
the northern northern Japan, Japan right? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and and where? How about Fukuoka? Fukuoka is in Kyushu, so Kyushu. the island. Okay, so <laughs> yeah. south, south, mm-hmm. south, and then obviously, uh, what was the other city you named? Osaka. Osaka, yeah. yeah. Well, that's uh, middle. Middle, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely Kansai area, right? Kansai area, close to Kyoto. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Next to Kyoto. Yeah. yeah, so if you if you're looking to start up a business, um, don't just think Tokyo. Think you know Fukuoka, mm-hmm. Osaka, yeah. Sendai. You can check out these places as well. All right, uh, Miho, thank you for joining me thank on the podcast. Um, you want to shout out your contacts or how people can mm-hmm. find you and connect with you? Yeah, um, I'm like anyone's welcome to. Like connect me on LinkedIn or Facebook. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll add your links into the uh, podcast description. Thank you. All right. So thank you once again. Thank you very much. All right. That's it for Urban Mobile Podcast from Tokyo. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Roar Urban Mobile Podcast. For more episodes, please visit rump.podbean.com. Or you can head straight to Google and type in Raw Urban Mobile Podcast. You can also listen to us on Spotify, iTunes, and wherever you can stream or download podcasts.